0: Disney fans looking for the latest Disney news,
1: and interviews with some of
2: Disney's biggest stars, have we got the podcast for you.
0: Welcome to D23 Inside Disney.
2: I'm Tony from Good Morning America.
1: I'm Jeffrey from D23.
0: And I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And together we're taking you Inside Disney. Hello my friends. Hello. What's up, what's up? Oh, my goodness. It has been quite a busy day. Tony, we really missed you. Jeffrey and I just got back from Avengers Campus. We were there filming D23 Inside Disney Assembles at Avengers Campus, which you can check out tomorrow on D23.com, D23's Facebook, D23's YouTube. Mom, write this down. (laughs) (laughs) It was so much fun. We got to speak with so many cool people, meet some characters, and best of all, have some food. Mm. not so fun eating food in front of a camera, especially shawarma. (laughs) But I'm mainly
1: embarrassed by how much food I ate. (laughs) And I will reveal, like, Sherry had to go and go on the attraction Web Slinger's A Spider-Man Adventure and had only half eaten her food. And we were going to trade food because we had the food (laughs) was so much and so big. And then she left and was gone. And so I ate all of her food and all of my food. And I'd already had an entire shawarma.
0: You know what Jeffrey I got back you'd saved me basically an entire chocolate bar. It was Pim test kitchen so like an entire chocolate bar is like five chocolate bars, it was the best thing to come back to so thank you.
2: Mm.
0: But we missed you Tony.
2: Oh my gosh well you know I was there in spirit and I actually can't wait to see this food eating footage. So, I <laughs> know I'm excited about. So,
0: well, the good news is, Tony, you don't have to wait until tomorrow to hear about <laughs> Avengers Campus, because later in the show, we we're speaking with Josh Damaro, Chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products, and Kevin Feige. Woohoo! Yes, ah, the best. And guys, you're going to want to stay tuned. Josh and Kevin reveal some great secrets. I wish I could just get inside their heads because I know that they know more than they're telling us. But we learned some really great
2: stuff. 100%. Yep. Tony, what have you been up to? Well, I've been busy on my end of the house. It's Pride Month, as we know. And we've launched a new podcast at ABC News. So I'm thrilled to have seniored this project It's called Life Out Loud, hosted by LZ Granderson, and it's ABC News' first LGBT-focused podcast that we've launched. So 10 episodes long goes through July, so really, really happy we have been working on this for a few months already. And then we're wedding winners, all in different categories, I found out. Yes! Congrats,
0: everyone! Congratulations.
2: What'd you win for? Uh, GMA Digital won a Webby Award in the category for Best News or Politics Video, and I believe it's our first win in that category. What about you guys? Well, we won the People's Voice winner
1: in Social, Culture, and uh, Lifestyle for our Storytime Wiz series. It was that great program that Sherry and I worked on, along with a lot of other fabulous people, Mallory, Lyssa celebrities read Disney stories, and we posted them all on social. We talked to, with a few of our story readers: Elizabeth Olson, Ashley Eckstein, a lot of great people. John Stamos. John Stamos, all right, John. Yeah. Yep. Lots of great people, and guys, I am back. I it has been a very busy week. I uh, was up for a raucous 24 hours in Seattle. I was up at the Museum of Pop Culture, Mopop, with the fabulous Walt Disney Archives team. They're opening Heroes and Villains, the Art of the Disney Costume. The exhibit officially opens on June 5th, but we were there for a media day. It is nice. great. Um, a lot of the costumes you may have seen at D23 Expo in 2019, it is spectacular the detail on these costumes amazing they've displayed them in a very cool new way in these some really beautiful vignettes there's a magic mirror so i tried on a tron costume and mary (laughs) poppins costume because i wanted to be able to say hey y'all i'm mary poppins (laughs) (laughs) it's beautiful and i love these traveling archives exhibits because of course then people who may or may not uh, be near a disney park are able to get to a disney park Have something Disney that comes to their town, and it really feels Disney when you walk in there. So, if you are up in the Seattle area, I highly encourage you visiting the exhibit, Heroes and Villains at MoPop. It'll be there for another eleven months.
3: Wow!
1: But we got a lot of news today,
2: so I think we should get to it. Tony, what do what do we have? So first up, the Motion Picture Academy and ABC have set March twenty seventh, twenty twenty two as a show date for the 94th Oscars. Yay! Oscar season! I know. Yeah. The show will air live on ABC network, of course, and from the famed Dolby Theater in Hollywood, right where it belongs. So it's so exciting to look forward to 2022 when everyone is back to normal, I guess.
0: <laughs> no, yes. Saying.
2: I mean, I don't know that I was ever normal, but I will totally take <laughs> it. I'm looking
0: forward back to, to Oscar to viewing weird.
2: parties. <laughs> I know, uh, uh, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I've got some exciting cruise news, boys. <laughs> no, us, no, no, no. Not us. Disney Cruise Line. But well, there, there was that
1: Disney Cruise Line news, but uh, that's a whole other level.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Jungle Cruise, the film, it has a new trailer. Last week, Tony and the good people of Good Morning America gave fans an exclusive look at the new trailer. The trailer is amazing. It's action-packed. That movie looks equal parts funny. And thrilling! I am so excited. I'm so looking forward to the film. It releases simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus with premiere access on July 30th.
1: Yay!
0: Same. Ooh, and in more cruise news, Jungle Cruise <sighs> the attraction is going to reopen at Disneyland Ooh. Park on July 16th. Lots Yay. of Jungle Cruise things in July. The attraction has new characters from around the world, plus even more of the humor, wildlife, and, of course, Skipper Heart. And at Magic Kingdom Park, the Jungle Cruise will run while updates are being made, and it's all set to be completed this summer.
1: Very, very cool. Yeah well also in july not a cruise but i'll be cruising to memphis
0: tennessee (laughs) nice
1: inside the walt disney archives the incredible exhibit that is still at the bowers museum for a few more weeks so if you're in southern california or expect to be uh, definitely head to the bowers to see it at santa Ana. but inside the walt disney archives is next headed to graceland i am very excited i have never been to graceland and I hear it's amazing. And you guys know, I've talked about this exhibit ad nauseum. It is amazing. It really looks at 50 years of the Walt Disney archives and over a hundred years of treasures. Cause there's some that even predate the company. It's amazing. Wow. There's gonna be some new things added, I'm told. We, we will reveal those as it gets a little bit closer. Obviously just really, really, really cool for the archives. Like I said, when I was talking about Seattle and Mopop I just love that we're able to bring these exhibits to people, to communities where there is not a Disney theme park within driving distance. Yeah. I love that. So can't wait. I'm, I'm planning to go to Graceland. So I'm going to need some tips on things to do in Memphis when I'm there. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be Googling and uh, feel free to give me ideas on social.
2: <laughs> love that. Well, this is fun. I can hardly bear waiting to share this one.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness.
2: Oh, Tony. Because it's just been announced. A new musical adventure with Winnie the Pooh is coming to New York City this fall, you guys. Oh, that's a a honey of a piece of news. Oh, (laughs) we love to see it. So, Winnie the Pooh, the new musical adaptation, is coming to Times Square's Theatre Row October 21st so basically tomorrow
1: oh yes I know oh, when, so Winnie the exciting. Pooh
2: Christopher Robin Piglet Eeyore just to name a few and of course Tigger 2 will come to life on stage through a stunning life-size puppetry show the adaptation will feature the Sherman Brothers classic Grammy award-winning music with additional songs by A.A. Milne and you can get more information of course at
0: cute well here's something sweet to cap off this week in disney news the disney conservation team wildlife released four rehabilitated green sea turtles in vero beach after providing months of critical care yeah the threatened juvenile sea turtles were rescued near the resort this past spring after washing ashore malnourished dehydrated and lethargic But luckily, a team of Disney animal care professionals worked to nurse the sea turtles back to health, giving them much needed fluids, antibiotics, nourishment, and of course, love. Uh, Yes. And since the start of the sea turtle conservation program in 2003, Disney has actually recorded more than 1 million sea turtle hatchlings in the area. So cool.
1: cool. I feel like this should all be on one of the shows, animal shows that you talk about.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, this isn't nearly weird enough. It needs to be a much stranger animal with a much stranger (laughs) (laughs) problem.
1: Touche. Fair, (laughs) fair. But you guys know what time it is. (gasps) Tell us, tell us. It is time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend, courtesy of our friends at D23, the official Disney fan club for complete details. Visit D23.com. Jeffrey, what's up first? Well, Up first, we have the season two premiere of Gabby Duran and the Unsittables coming to Disney Channel on Friday, June 4th. For those who do not know, and I do because my niece Dylan is a huge fan of the show, Gabby is a lovely young woman who finds herself babysitting aliens, as one does.
0: (laughs) As As one one does. does.
2: Well, on Friday, June 4th, get ready for this one. Rye and the Last Dragon gets added to the Disney Plus library without premiere access. I can't wait to watch this one again this weekend. Kelly Marie Tran, Aquafina, This is such a great film for this weekend.
0: Yes. Well, also on Friday, also on Disney Plus, Us Again premieres. Guys, I don't remember if I told you this. I actually had a chance to preview it a couple of months ago, and it's so good. You know I love dancing. You know I love Disney. This is the perfect mesh of the two things. It'll make you laugh, it'll make you cry, it'll make you get up and dance. Is there anything better?
1: Uh, I (laughs) can't think of anything.
0: (laughs) Well, this might rival it. (laughs) On Saturday, Celebrity Family Feud, the the season seven premiere is Mm. at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC, kicks off with Rob Lowe and his family playing for the Wounded Warrior Project versus Terrence Howard and his family playing for the Dragon Kim Foundation.
2: And last but not least, the category is Pose. The series finale is here Sunday, June 6th at 10 p.m. on FX. It's the culmination of an incredible project with an incredible cast. And it's so sad to see it come to a close, but it's very much leaving on a high note. And that's it for our five fantastic things to watch this weekend. Well, on to our incredible guests.
1: These two men need no introduction, but I'm introducing them anyway. Josh Tomorrow and Kevin Feige are here to talk about everything you need to do, eat, see, and experience at Avengers Campus. Welcome to the show,
2: Woohoo! hoo Yay!
1: Woo!
0: Kevin, after all of your amazing screen work, what is it like to step into Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure Park?
4: Well, it's overwhelming. It's both a dream come true and a just very surreal personal experience because it really is everything all of us at the studio had dreamed of, it was, wait, does this mean we could actually walk into one of our worlds? Could we actually have people come and visit one of our sets? And honestly, this is better than a set because it's real. And seeing that Quinjet up in the sky on that building is, you know, we've had Quinjets, we've had the front of Quinjets we've built on stages in the back and of course in the computer, the whole thing. This is the first time in real life I've ever seen A full Quinjet. And now guests will be able to see it whenever they want. It's really remarkable. It's really very special for us.
1: It's funny, when I interviewed James Cameron for Pandora, he said something very similar because everything was in a computer or partially built and then to be enveloped in it was unique. That is what Disney does
4: better than anyone else in the world.
2: Agree. Now, Josh, it's the cast members who are the centerpiece of our immersive land. So, can you talk to us about the role they play in Adventures Campus?
3: I can. In fact, you know, the role that our cast members play in absolutely everything we do, it's our special sauce. It's the difference. It's the heart and soul. And it will be no different here uh, at Avengers Campus Will they'll bring these stories to life. They are so excited to be part of this new land, so excited to be part of these new stories. And, you know, while the attractions and the Quinjet are fantastic, uh, it takes those cast members to bring this place to life. So I can't wait.
0: So what was it like for each of you to experience Web Slinger's A Spider-Man Adventure for the first time?
3: Kevin, you want to go?
4: Yeah, I mean, I was lucky enough to see it in various incarnations and ride a version of it at Imagineering. So as a Parks fan, that was just a nerdy, amazing peek behind the Imagineering curtain. Riding the final version of it is overwhelming. And, you know, just like our films, we've got rough versions and the effects come in. But when it's in real life and you're moving down that track and you are shooting webs from your wrists with amazing accuracy with Spidey, it's great fun. And we got Tom Holland to be a part of it. So you walk in and it is like you're standing with Peter Parker in an early part of this attraction. It's great. And of course, Josh and I were talking about the competitiveness of getting (laughs) the highest score because there are so many ways to score points in that attraction that people are going to keep discovering new ones every time they go through, I
3: think. Yeah, and we have not competed yet, Kevin, but we will. And when we do, I've got my eyes on you. We'll see. I've got my eyes on you. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, similarly, you go back in time a little bit with our amazing Imagineers. And I can remember not having experienced this hearing about... This idea of you're actually going to be able to web sling uh, like Spider Man. And of course, what you think of immediately is, well, what am I going to have on my hands? Like, you got to put something on me to do that. And the answer was no, you're just going to be able to do this with your own hands. And I will admit, I was a little bit skeptical of what this would feel like. And now to see this thing up, to participate in it, I think, Kevin, to your point, the accuracy, it's insane. It's like these webs are actually coming out of your hands and the depth of the story inside of this attraction. Um, most of which, to be honest, I haven't even, you know, been able to get to yet. But there's so much depth. There's so many hidden things. There's so much story.
4: We're worried about spoilers, right, when it comes to attractions as well. So we'll be careful. But the number of environments you go through and the number of different Easter eggs throughout, depending on where you hit and how you hit, is, is, pretty, uh, is pretty great. Yeah, it is.
3: You're gonna, you get off and you want to get right back on again. Which is what I did. Yeah, I was lucky enough to <laughs> do that the first time. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Let's talk about food, something I love and is always very important at every Disney theme park. Have either of you sampled or is there something that you can't wait to sample from the Pym Test Kitchen?
3: Well, I'll I'll start. I think this is probably one of the best parts of my job. (laughs) The team will call and say, hey, Josh, you want to come down and and test some of the food? I'm like, yeah, I'll be down in five minutes. I've, I've actually had a chance to sample everything in this land. Kevin, I know you may have had a few things, maybe. I'm jealous. uh, But I got a feeling I know what you're uh, most interested in from a food perspective. I bet you
4: do. Number one, the giant pretzels look amazing. But what do I love? I love when things come off of that screen into the real world. And there are two things off the top of my head here. One is the soda that is in the Test Kitchen, the Poco uh, Doce, I think we call it, which is an in-world soda from our film, The Incredible Hulk. And now you can have it here. Stanley himself. Only place in the world, by the way. Stanley himself drank some of it in his cameo in The Incredible Hulk. And you can come to Avengers Campus and have it for the first time anywhere. But the big one, of course, is the shawarma cart. I knew you were going to say that. The (laughs) shawarma cart is so representative of the journey we've been on. What better way to celebrate an achievement or something with family and friends? That's what the Avengers did at the end of their first adventure together. And having it be here is just, just, you know, one of those magical only, only at Disneyland things.
3: Now, you haven't had a chance to taste <laughs> it. Like I said, no, not I have. Yet. It is awesome. I
4: can't wait. I
1: can't wait. In one day at Disney, we got to see a little bit of Stuntronics and how that was going to be incorporated. Can you talk about what guests are going to see here when they come to Avengers Campus?
3: You want me to start with that one, Kevin? I think uh, seeing Spidey sail through the air in real form is an only Disney moment. It's one of those things where you're going to walk into Avengers Campus and immediately be transported into this Avengers world, and it's something that I'm really proud of. It's something that I think the Imagineers have taken storytelling to literally brand new levels, as as the case might be with Spidey jumping through the air. I I think this is going to be one of those moments where your heart stops for just a moment as you walk into Avengers Campus.
4: It's something you've seen on a screen many times, but when you see it in real life, and again, being a part of that process of just watching what the Imagineers did and how they refined it, it really got to a point where you can't believe there's not a human in there. You can't believe <laughs> how it moves
3: so smoothly. Well, that's because there is a human in there. That is. What? Peter Parker is in there. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> yes. Well, Peter Parker is kind of. We went and visited one of the early Suntronic models and Tom Holland and I signed them. So somewhere there's a Suntronic oh, cool. with our signatures on it. Maybe
2: it's the one flying over us. I'm not sure. That's cool. At Disney, one of the great things that we do is use technology and innovation together to immerse guests deep into our stories. Can you talk a little bit about the marriage of technology and storytelling and how it's being used at Avengers Campus?
3: I think one of the places to start is on the WebSlinger's attraction. Again, the use of technology here to fully pull you into the story and not have to think about, you know, am I doing this right? How does this work? It just works. And that, you know, is how technology, I think, a Disney park should work. You're not aware of the technology. It just brings the story together in a way that completely pulls you in.
4: Well, it's exactly like we say in the movies and the shows. It's just tools in the storytelling toolbox. And nobody's at the cutting edge of that like Imagineers. Imagineering has ideas so far out, and to actually now see them in action in Web Slingers, is great. How they're mapping your hands, I don't know. I don't want to know. All I know is I can make the Spidey symbol and shoot a web out and grab something and pull it and smash it around. It's quite amazing.
3: And then, of course, beyond the attraction, we'll infuse technology into the land that we've used in other parts of our resort, whether it be mobile order or abilities to tell stories in more immersive ways outside of the physical world, just to make the experience, again, a little bit more robust, a little bit, have a few more layers on it. Technology
4: at every level, and even stuff that I think people take for granted, but the speakers within the lights and within the trees playing the music and the themes from our Heroes films is like nothing before. That I have those and listen to them often just at home or in my car because they really did a tremendous job. You can just walk into the entryway to the campus and just stand there for a few minutes and listen to that amazing suite that they've put together of the themes and you are ready to go save the world. Mm-hmm. It's really special.
3: Well, it's also that then... Uh, goes over into the entertainment in this land, which will be happening all around you. I think it's going to be kind of one of the the signature elements of Avengers Campus. Um, All of the Avengers you will find here, and uh, you will see them kind of in a native environment. We will be using technology that will be invisible to guests, but will just bring these stories to life in huge, huge ways.
4: Now, I've been told that this is either the case or it will soon be the case that there are more characters in this land than in any given area of the park at any one time.
3: There will be a lot of critical mass here. You <laughs> will see a lot of characters. It. And Kevin, as long as you keep making movies, we've got a place for it. Well, that's what's
4: <laughs> exciting. There are already characters of films that people haven't seen yet that are ready to come uh, stepping around these, uh, these corners here at Avengers Campus. Wow. Well,
1: we know you're a huge Disney fan, and you you touched on this earlier when you mentioned uh, after the acquisition, immediately parks sprang to mind. You're also a D23 member. I want to make sure everyone knows that. Charter uh,
4: member. What do they call that? Charter, Charter member. member. Oh, yeah. yes.
1: We appreciate that. Thank you. What was it like for you to hear that Avengers Campus was a go and then to
4: be a part of the evolution of it? It's cliche on a Disney podcast to keep saying this, but it was a dream. It was a dream come true. And it was always sort of the promise that perhaps someday. The fact that someday is now is great and that over the past few years have had the pleasure of of a few attractions and then finally this land was great. And it just speaks to the amazing group of Imagineers and all of the people at the studio who get just as excited as I do about this. And I was telling Josh, you know, not a half hour ago, I got a text from one of our film sets going, hey, we've got this amazing thing. Does Avengers Campus want it? Do they want to use it? So I really do think you're going to see this campus grow and evolve in very unique ways as
2: we continue to make our shows and films. Hmm. When Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout opened, Eagle Eye spotted the manhole cover with the Avengers A on it as sort of a taste of things to come. Now we don't want to spoil anything for guests who haven't yet visited, but are there a couple of Easter eggs you can suggest guests look for when they come to Avengers Campus?
3: I'll start I'm not going to point our guests in any specific direction. Needless to say <laughs> there are plenty of Easter eggs in this land, as you know Kevin famously puts in his films and shows they are here and they may continue to appear as this land evolves.
4: Yeah, I think that's right and without giving anything away, I think that the, the land frankly is one big. Easter egg, because it honestly is, depending on how much you know about the world, you'll be able to recognize things that a lot of people won't. And as you learn about things, you can see it, the Pym Kitchen is one big Easter egg of set design from Ant-Man and the Wasp. It really is special. And again, evolving in a way no other land can. So Disneyland
1: opened on April 30th. What was the first attraction that you could not wait to experience?
3: My answer is wasn't necessarily an attraction, but being on Main Street and watching those first few guests come in and walk up Main Street and see the castle, it's emotional. Emotional for me, emotional for the guests that are coming in, and emotional for the cast members standing there on Main Street or standing in the land that they're waiting to receive guests in. It's just a very special thing, and this is where you realize what Disney means to people around the world. I love all of our attractions, don't get me wrong, but just that feeling of reopening and watching these guests come in and be re-energized by the love and passion that people have for what we do. I feel just extremely lucky to be part of it.
4: Same thing, I mean, just the, the anticipation I and my family have of walking under the sign, here you leave today and entering Main Street, I'm very much looking forward to again. And then specifically Space Mountain with my 12-year-old daughter who loves it and hasn't been on it in a year. And finally, my son being ready for the Haunted Mansion. So we'll walk through New Orleans Square, maybe we'll grab a mint julep and go into Haunted Mansion with my son. Amazing.
0: We end every interview asking the same question. And since you've both been with the company, I imagine it's going to be a tough one but what is your favorite Disney memory?
4: I'm sure same thing, Josh, I'm lucky enough to have personal and professional uh, memories. I do think that very first time ever walking into the Glendale campus of uh, Imagineering, a place I'd only seen in books and uh, documentaries was really meant a lot to me and was really quite special getting a peek behind that curtain. But honestly, it's the yearly trips that we take to Disneyland and to Disney World. When I was a kid with my parents, now with my kids and their grandparents, that is what matters most to us and and to the family and immersing ourselves in that world.
3: It's a tough one, though, because there are so many. It's been such a part of my life forever, not only since I've been a cast member, but you know, since I've, I've been born. I, I remember distinctly the first trips that I had here with my family. I remember one of the first attractions that I went on, Peter Pan's flight with my father, who had been on it before, and the stories that he had told us about that attraction. I remember sitting uh, in the Disneyland r- Resort, as the holiday period um, is, is starting to take place and participating in in some of the events that go all the way back to Walt's time i remember being the president of disneyland and climbing the castle as it was under rehab and thinking to myself this is where walt was this castle was built when walt was here and looking at the nails and the wood and the physical structure and thinking i can't believe that i'm part of this and then finally you know, again, the emotion of reopening Walt Disney World, reopening Disneyland, reopening our parks and experiences around the world. And almost every time as I've participated, having a lump in my throat, which you wouldn't expect, but it happens. And, you know, it's just a special place. I, I, you know, I'm, I feel so lucky uh, to be part of this. And um, I could go on and on. I won't. I'll stop <laughs> there. But
4: uh, It's a very special place. And I do think it is the world is a better place when Disneyland is open. It is, a, it, is a, it is a sigh of relief and the world getting back on track. I really believe that. I certainly feel that.
1: I couldn't agree more. Thank you guys so much. This was everything and whole Quinjet more. So thank you.
3: <laughs> Thanks for having us.
1: Guys, I loved talking to... I could have honestly talked to them for like days. They're so interesting. Yes. And maybe we can get Kevin back to talk about Black Widow. Ooh,
0: I hope Ooh, so. Ooh, yes,
1: please. universe. And if you want to hear even more about Avengers Campus, tune in tomorrow and you actually will get to see Avengers Campus in our special video podcast episode D23 Inside Disney Assembles at Avengers Campus. And you can watch me eat way too much food.
2: The food footage. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) My body's ready. Well, you guys, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, make sure you use that hashtag D23 Inside Disney.
0: And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com.
2: We'll be back
1: next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.